Hello everyone and welcome on down to the Final Whistles 2021 Singapore Premier League Review Show. I'm Jerome and I am so excited to bring you this episode here live at the Hive Studios. But firstly, on behalf of the Final Whistle, massive congratulations to Lion City Sailors for winning their first Singapore Premier League title. And with that win, the Sailors become the first local club to win it in seven years after their 4-1 victory over Ballester Khalsa on the final day of the season. And with that, congratulations to the Sailors. It's been a fantastic season for local football despite all that's been going on around us and we had to give it the mention it deserves. Now, we've assembled a panel right here to review the season and it might not get feisty, but we'll definitely get a lot of very valuable insight. All right, let's kick things off by introducing our panel for today. First of all, we have journalist and one third of the final whistle. Introducing Deepan Rajaganesan. How are you doing? And how does it feel to be on the other side of the questions this time? Yeah, uh, I think thankful to be on this side. Uh, I think not, not always easy to host, but uh, thank you for having me. I think uh, looking forward to reviewing the season. I think it's been a fantastic season, like you mentioned. Uh, so much of good things to talk about and some bad things as well. And I'm sure uh, we'll get into all of it uh, during the show. All right. So you've heard his voice on the TFW's weekly English Premier League show. And you've also seen him on YouTube as the host of Rated R&R. It is Ziao Raushan. How are you doing, my friend? Hey, Jerome. Thank you so much for the introduction. Great. Great to be here and very excited to talk about the season. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. All right. And of course, you've seen him play in the Asian Champions League. He's the face and voice of the 2021 SPL season. The other man behind Rated R&R, let's welcome Rish Roshan Rai. How are you doing, man? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Great introduction, man. I love your voice, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. I'm uh, very excited to uh, get uh, things started with you guys. Looking forward awesome. to exchanging a few opinions and maybe a few punches. Yeah. <laughs> I told thing. you he's one guy who's looking forward to get it tasty. <laughs> Uh, that's, I mean, with this show, we definitely don't pull any punches, that is for sure. But last, but certainly not least, he's been on the show quite a few times already. Um, def definitely never tired from seeing his face. He's never shy to share his thoughts and insights. It is, of course, the football agent, Kyril Ashraf. Welcome onto the show as well. Thank you. I think this is uh, the best SPL season, S-League or SPL season in the last 10, 15 years, personally, for me. And uh, I'm happy to share. And uh, since Ra Raushan has drawn first blood, I hope I can draw second blood. <laughs> <laughs> that is for sure. There's going to be a lot of blood going to be shed tonight. But, of course, we headed into the final day of the season with an immense uh, immense chance for the SPL title to be drawn. So, basically, with um, Dipan, what do you feel about the last day of the season going into it? Uh, I think it's quite interesting that Cairo mentions the fact that uh, it's been one of the best in the last 10 years because uh, my memory isn't great, but I had the same thinking as well. I thought that this was one of the best seasons uh, that I can remember. Uh, simply because I thought that the quality of football went up a notch uh, compared to the last few seasons. Uh, I think that the title race, to have a genuine title race is a big boost for any league. And I think we had that as well going to the final day. Uh, I remember at halftime with Tanjung Paga uh, having a good lead. Uh, sorry, Tanjung Paga down to mm. Albrecht and Albrecht having a good lead. I actually thought that Albrecht could, could nick it uh, on the final day of the season. Uh, so the excitement is not something you always get with the Singapore Premier League or the S League. Uh, and we had that in, in from round one all the way to the end. Uh, so fantastic to see that. And I hope this continues for next season. But given the, the fact that 2021 with the pandemic, uh, we're still reeling from it. Uh, lots of good moments from the season to remember and really cherish. Mm. Yep, that is for sure. We are going to be doing this in the way where we're actually going to be looking through the 
the teams from bottom of the table to top of the table. So we're going to, of course, start with the Young Lions. I mean, where we start off with the bottom, but I don't think it has been brought bottom for them. I thought this season they have been really impressive and boy, have we been entertained. Um, Roshan, I want to start with you on this one. Um, what do you make of their season overall? I think it's been a, a decent season and speaking from a professional perspective, it's hard to say it's been fantastic when you're bottom on the table. You know, mm. it's, it's difficult to say that. I mean, end of the day, it is a professional league, right? Unless we're, we're going back to the, the talk about this being a developmental league, then okay, maybe it's a different sort of scenario. Um, and understand the situations around the, the Young Lions players. Lots of national servicemen, uh, lots of students. You know, uh, we spoke to, to Philip recently as well uh, and uh, you guys have spoken to him as well and we, we've heard from him and, you know, these guys are not professional players in mm. that sense. So understand all those difficulties. Um, and considering uh, those reasons that they've got, I think it's been all right. The fact that they've they've pushed, you know, the likes of Ballester, who are a professional club, mm. uh, Geylang, uh, some of the other sides in the in the in the bottom four as well, and and given a, a good fist of it against some of the the stronger teams, mm. you know, I think it's it's. Uh, it, it, it bodes well for them moving along uh, in the longer term. I'm quite excited at the, the talent, the potential that we have uh, coming through in this league in terms of the younger players uh, in that squad. There were some really good performances. Ilhan, I thought, you know, played well up front for them. Karin Nadim was, was, was quite exciting. Um, I think Mala in central defence was uh, was solid for them. And then you had uh, the Stewart brothers who uh, did a good job, especially down the right-hand side. Uh, I think it's Raihan Stewart yeah. who's playing right back, very powerful uh, in those positions. Joel as well, mm -hmm. fantastic yeah. mm -hmm. uh, in midfield, good technical quality. So these players sort of coming through uh, makes me very hopeful for, for the future of, mm -hmm. uh, of Singapore football. Oh, one more, mm -hmm. Hamid Shaheen. Yeah. Oh, yes. Hamid Shaheen as well. I mean, just unfortunately, he had that ankle injury. So, um, Raushan, for you, um, we've already gone through all the players that stood out for you, yeah. but will we be able to see these players, most of these players actually be back in the squad for next year? I mean, we heard about all their, you know, national service mm. requirements and stuff like that. Do you think we will still see a bulk of the squad back next season? I think that's the trouble with the whole Young Lions project, right? You don't know what's, I mean, a lot of SP clubs, yeah. are, SPL clubs are like that as well. But with Young Lions especially, you don't know when they finish national service, they're going to go back to their parent club, so to speak. Mm. But I think with the Young Lions project, they were building up to this year in tournament, yeah. the under 22, 23 mm. qualifiers Qualifying, that are coming yeah. up. So that's that's the, the, the challenge for them when they started this season. And I think they put themselves in a good position to take on that challenge mm. and very much looking forward to that tournament. So to answer your question, I don't know about next season. Yep. It'll, it'll probably be the Young Lions way to start from scratch again, yep. but they got good foundation. And if they keep people at the helm, oh, yeah. I think he might be the one who brings on new boys, but yet gives them the chance to play the same way and gives them the confidence to play the same way. Just want to touch on something that uh, Roshan mentioned. Mm. Uh, he talked about the table and, and I do agree, you know, fundamentally when you're in a professional league, you've got to look at the league table and uh, it will be indication of the performances. Uh, but I think it's not a fair reflection of Young Lions in the sense where he mentioned the, the individual players. I think this is the first time in a long time where you've got a Young Lions team but you can name up to seven, eight players who mm. had good seasons uh, which is not normally what you get uh, mm. in a Young Lions campaign. Uh, even those boys who didn't have much of playing time, I'm talking about the likes of Daniel Goh, mm. uh, Zamani for, for, for mm. example as well. They, they all, all stepped, up, stepped up to the fore uh, when required as well. Uh, even the boys that came in late into the last two, three games of the season, 
when they played, they, they fit into a philosophy that was already there. Mm. Uh, it wasn't a, a different kind of philosophy that they had to get used to. So I think in terms of playing style, I think they got that nailed down, which not a lot of teams uh, had it mm. uh, this season. Some teams that I think Cairo will mention about later, they even yeah. have a playing style. Yeah. Are we uh, talking about Manchester United on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but the Young Lions had that uh, through the core. I think yeah. from the first game to the last game, what improved was the execution, yeah. but they always had the plan, always had the philosophy from the start. I think kudos to the coaching staff for that. And I also yeah. want to add that Tatsuma said for the Suzuki Cup squad, mm. he's leaving space for players yeah. possibly yeah. to make the step up. Mm. It's also a testament to how well they've adapted to playing week in, week out. And mm. that also counts as reward, I guess, for the season they've had. I, I think I agree yeah, to a certain extent uh, that we can name the players. But mm. also that's credit to the media work that's been done. Okay. Right? Yeah. To yeah. me, that's, yeah. that's, that's yeah. Yeah, because we yeah. know and the fact that these players are pushing in at 15, 16, the mm. media is pu- pushing a lot of uh, spotlight on it. Mm. Mm. But at the same time, for me, I don't think that this team could measure up to the 2004, 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Right? Mm. And I think uh, it's not fair to say because they do well in bits and pieces. They have a lot of possession at the back, right? Uh, they excite. They're a bit more compact and 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 very hard, harder to beat. They do not have big score lines. Mm. But on the whole, I feel you know it's more bits and pieces, mm. and we can expect that from a young Lions team, mm. especially right. But going forward, I think they have always had like thirty over players. Yeah, this yeah. is something that as a coach you can plan. You yeah. know that he's going for NS at this time, he has school at this time. There's some way to plan, mm. in a way. Mm. I'm not saying that, you know, it, this can be excuses for them to be better. No, yeah. no, I'm not saying that. But at the same time, I say we can uh, do uh, risk management, or you can do management on, on this, knowing all this. Mm. Mm. So for me, I feel, you know, I can, I do not want to give the as, uh, more credit than they get, mm. personally, mm. on the mm. Young Lions mm. team. I they think are, the they did well, exciting, uh, but they're last in the yeah. table. For me, the problem is Young Lions, they get a good result. Wow, Young Lions won. But they lose? Uh, Yeah, national team. That's why they struggle. You know what I mean? It cannot be either or. There must be consistency. And am I asking for too much from a young team? If we expect consistency? I would. Because we have seen it happen in 2004. Were you a part of that? No. No, you were. uh, I know that team is very, very strong. Mm, But you see, I mean, of course, we had Agu and we had Chuli and everything. Yeah. Yeah. But again, the base, that base was very strong. (laughs) I've got to ask, right? Because uh, when you look at the stats, Mm. uh, they've scored the least goals in the the whole Mm. league. Uh, is that an indication of what we have as a problem going forward in the national system? Mm. Uh, because your young Lions, I think you had Ilhan as your leading goal scorer with seven goals. Yeah. After that, you don't have goals from other strikers. I think uh, you had Zamani sometimes playing up top. You sometimes had Karim Nadim playing up top. But you don't have a proper goal scorer. Do you think that's a big problem going forward for the young teams in Singapore? Yeah. And uh, to be fair, I mean, that was an issue for a while as well. I mm. think in, in the local league, you know, a lot of times most clubs will sign a foreign player yep. as, their, as their striker. Mm, yeah. And most teams tend to play with one striker rather than mm. two. So the opportunities are not really there for players to sort of break through. Uh, look, Ilhan and, and Kyren, as you mentioned, they're both very young players, mm. right? There's, there's lots of room for them to, to grow potentially. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think, you know, when you look at the national team overall, that Iksan is our best bet at starting in that uh, centre-forward role. Mm. I don't see anyone above yeah, him. No. You know, I don't see anyone above him. He's, he's got to start uh, matches. Without him, we struggled so much mm. in, in uh, World Cup qualifiers and mm. things like that. Unless Song comes in, and we've seen Song over the mm. last few weeks mm. or so, at the end of the season, play as that number nine, mm. in a sense, in the absence mm. of Stipe with the wingers we got that might work you know? perhaps he's yeah. another option yeah. uh, in there as well uh, but yeah younger players coming through it, it will take time to develop it is, an, it is an issue that striking position up front so Tatsuma has had to sort of figure out a way of playing without Iksan mm-hmm. during the qualifiers yeah. he tried different solutions he tried uh, Faris maybe in there mm-hmm. um, 
uh, we tried Yase up front, yeah. which I don't think works <laughs> for Yase at all. Uh, so yeah, it is a, it is an issue uh, going forward. But you know, look with these younger players coming through, hopefully it's something that they uh, they can sort out yeah. and these guys can contribute going forward. All right, so um, we're gonna end it on this one for Young Lions now with the revised under twenty three rule coming up next season. They did finish last again this year. Will it be even harder for them next year with the reduction of under twenty three players? Um, Deepan, I would like to start with you on this one for the Young Lions. Yeah, uh, I think you mentioned earlier you asked Raushan about the squad makeup for next season. Uh, to be honest, I think it's quite up in the air. I think a lot of these uh, other clubs in the league uh, might go for the standout performers uh, yeah. of Young Lions this season. I think uh, I've already heard about Raihan Stewart going off to, to one of the SPL clubs. I think a lot of these SPL clubs will be interested in these individuals. Um, at the moment, I think off the top of my head, I can remember that uh, Geelang have a few players who will be going off to, to the Young Lions, yeah, young lions. Uh, because of NS. Uh, I do fear for the Young Lions next season mm. because I thought this was a really good squad in terms of the individuals they had. I can't really think of who else is now going to step up to the Young Lions squad. Uh, I think Zikos might, might feature I think yeah. uh, Harith Kanadi mm. from Geelang might yeah. feature Elijah from Geelang might feature but doesn't really strike fear into many of the other teams so yeah. I think yeah uh, Young Lions will struggle next season mm. Alright so now on to the next position is Ballester Khalsa we talked about having a certain style of play Kyrill I'm going to start with you on this one Yep. Did it really surprise you on their tactics and everything for the last season? Nah, for Valencia, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, no. I think it's, it has always been uh, Marco's kind of football. We all know it's Marco's kind of football. Mm-hmm. You know, so them being here, you know, because when you play a certain way, you build a process to do it some way. You have mm-hmm. a target, you want to end somewhere. But it looks like it doesn't have much processes, yeah. right? Into, into what direction they want, where do they want to end in the league mm. so for me where they are I mean they could have ended fourth they yeah. could have ended seventh mm. yeah mm. so to me you know this is where they would definitely end mm. right and I think it is no uh, surprise that they could be at, they are at seven now because yeah. of how they have set up and how they they, they are mm. yeah so I mean uh, I'm hearing that there are changes happening yeah mm. am I right I, I, uh, <laughs> I think we all <laughs> have <laughs> yeah so I, I what changes huh <laughs> oh, jersey, jersey change, bro. Oh, jersey. New oh, season, no Western new, uh, next year. <laughs> new season, new jersey. Yeah. So apparently something is happening uh, mm. at the top. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully, uh, I know there may be more processes coming in. Yeah. yeah. Even though players may not change, budgets may not change so much, but at least it's pleasing to the eye. Mm. Uh, that's yeah, definitely yeah. looking forward to. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Roshan, on to you for this one. Um, with Marco's final season and next year, we've heard of the changes that might be coming in. How do you think this will maybe change the Ballester Khalsa way of playing way of playing or moving forward probably a good thing as well that they're moving away from Topayo I think they're going to go play <laughs> because I don't know how you play a passing style of football on that mm. pitch at Topayo which is a potato patch and it's been terrible for, for years and years and years I, I know I suffered an injury on that pitch years mm. ago um, look it, it, obviously they're looking at a, a different way of playing right if they're going to sort of revamp it they're going to bring in some new players they want it to sort of reflect the brand I think that they have mm-hmm. in terms of their social media output and, yep. and things like that uh, a bit more newer age a bit more modern style of football mm. uh, the name that was that was brought up in terms of the coach for next year was interesting to me you know I heard it was Akbar Akbar mm. Nawaz who potentially could be taking over potentially could be taking over I don't know um, and with, with some of the players being exchanged around some of the players coming in it's going to be interesting to see how he sort of gets them gets them going I mean with Marco what he had 
also at times was, you know, as, as Cairo said, um, the way that he plays. I don't mind that. I don't think it's the most entertaining. Mm. I don't think it's the most entertaining. But again, it's it's about getting the results for you. And this season, it hasn't quite worked out. Mm. For mm-hmm. But as he said as well, they could have easily finished fifth, for example. Yeah. Uh, result had gone their way here and there. Mm. They could have finished in that. It's not that far a gap in those yeah. positions. Mm. Uh, it's very agricultural. Mm. It's just what, from the pitch back. Or what? The pitch and the style of yeah. play. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I think in certain situations, he was also... L- limited a little bit by the quality uh, in the squad Mm. and that comes about from how they built the squad Mm. in there I know people throughout the season have said you know how come they've got like seven under 23 Mm. players on the bench at one point for example you know so I mean what is the most that you can do as a coach and we saw in the last game against um, uh, Lion City Sailors for example that goalkeeper shouldn't be in the squad so I don't know what or the the, 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 he shouldn't be in there because you know it's something that the the, the club has to look at as well why was he registered you know in in, in those situations Mm. Um, and that kills that's the kind of thing that kills coaches as well Uh, but look the style of play was not very exciting uh, but for me I like variation in the league Mm. I like that different teams pose different questions to others yeah. and we've seen Lion City Sailors for example struggle at the potato patch at the Topayo against mm, Ballester's yeah. direct style of play yeah. you know needing that last minute equaliser so yeah. I like the fact that there's this variation if everybody played sort of the same way it'd get a bit stale for me yeah. mm. and it forces players to think you know you're thinking mm. how do I come up with this challenge I know for Rose a fact I know I, exactly I know for a fact that that it, when teams go up to play against Ballester and they're playing at Topayo I know for a fact and I've heard this that the players are already before the game thinking alamak kena main kat topayo macam mana ni already inside the inside the, already inside the mind and then you know the, and then for training purposes they have to go and find yeah. a grass yeah. Yeah. similar similar yeah. type of train at, train at Yishun Stadium or what you know that kind of thing yeah. and then they get a buffalo to run across the pitch right? <laughs> so who are you calling buffalo? <laughs> so, but Roshan you know you, you about differentiate different styles yeah? yeah another style which is very similar but it looks very orchestrated and designed is the Haugang style yeah, yeah. Right. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But you see, it's not it's not possession football, yeah. you know? but it's yeah. effective and pleasing correct. to the eye. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. so correct. to me, you know, Belestia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's there's that yeah. side of there's that yeah. side of things to to yeah. look at it yeah. as well. I mean, again, it's just about finding what's effective for yeah. you. If it's effective to get the ball, pump into the channel. Yeah. The pattern is every time pump into the channel for Suzu. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. In between yeah. the opposition right back and the opposition yeah. centre back. Yeah, and they fight it, for the second. And then fight for second ball. But Suzu, without him, they would. I don't know, man. He's like a one run. Yes. One man wrecking machine, mm-hmm. and I, I I don't know what the status is with him for next year, but he's someone that I would love to see stay uh, in, in the, the league, league, if in the league, if okay. possible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So finally, uh, Russian, on to you on this one. What do they need to do better for next season? <laughs> wow. Uh, I mean, to start with, they're changing their coach, and this is not throwing shade at Marco or anything like that. But he's been there for a long time, yeah. and maybe it's time for a reset. Yeah. And I think that's what maybe the management and all are trying to do: set a reset in play, right? Mm. And when you see clubs like LCS revamping football so to speak yeah. in the local you have to do something to mm. try and do something and I think if the rumoured moves are to be believed then they are moving in the right direction of trying to set a reset in place I just worry about how long you'll be given and if results start going bad then people are going to say it wasn't so bad last year right? bring you know Marco I mean? back yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, bring, and then they'll do it again. happened yeah, eh? yeah, it yeah, happened yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, so, I mean, it happened before <laughs> once. Uh, it might happen again. But I think what is he going to lurk? Or that's also my problem. Like, if he's going to stay here, then he's always going to be in people's mind. Yeah, and yeah. things don't go their way. Yeah, but uh, I think what's important is uh, you talk about the squad that Ballester has. I have actually believed for a long time that they have a group of foreigners who could be the best in the league in mm. terms of as a group of yeah. four. Uh, so I, I don't quite believe that they had the worst of squads. I think. I believe that Marco could have done much better with the players that he had. Uh, I don't necessarily think that they played to their strengths actually because you look at uh, Krychek in the middle, you look at Hoshino who's been playing more of off the striker kind of role. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's his best position oh, because not, we've yeah. seen... Uh, his goal return has been bad as well. Yes, yeah. and I think Hoshino can do to can do much better in and, and the around top, the box. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think really, I think it goes down to coaching at the yeah. end of the day yeah. and yeah. making the best use of your resources. So yeah. I think it's a good departure for both sides. I think Marco needs a fresh uh, challenge as well. Yeah. I think Bellison needs uh, fresh ideas as well. Mm. So yeah. it's good good move for both parties. Yeah. And I agree with the foreign contingent you speak of, but I think next season, it's going to be broken yeah. up because that yeah. was assembled yeah. by Marco anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So new coach, new ideas, new foreigners possibly. But there's an insight on this. I think personally, I mean for me, if you want to build a team, you have to build the last place. Player. Okay. Right? Yeah, That's important. Yeah, and yeah. the insight that I know of is that Ballester, whenever it's they are set up to play, they are set up to train, there's so much emphasis on the foreigners. Ah, that okay. They give every responsibility to the foreigners. Yeah, then yeah. the rest of the players feel very uh, unimportant, mm, uh, unappreciated, mm, not mm. developing as they should. Mm, right. So mm, I think in mm, that mm. aspect, the over-reliance, I mean, their quality as such, uh, mm. as, 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 as we agree. But if it's only on the dependence on these four, I think they cannot grow as a team. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So that has been one of the stories uh, from the ground. Yeah, speaking of like Hoshino and like, you know, him being in the box, it's so frustrating to see him on the flank playing crosses in. Man, when I yeah, tell yeah. myself, Dave, you need to be in the box there to like hit the ball in, not be crossing it in. Yeah. But of course, speaking of frustration, let's move on to Gelang. I've been waiting for this. Oh, <laughs> Gelang, Gelang, Gelang. Where do we start? Karul, can I, I need to start this with you. Like, where do we start with Gelang? You know, before the preview show, Show, review show I was listening to my preview show uh, my part of preview yeah. I was forecasting a third fourth finish for them mm. right and uh, I thought they they should because uh, building on an AFC season AFC qualifying season I think they had a good technical team and then they had a, a very balanced uh, team maybe a bit short on the defence but I felt midfield they were strong mm. they could have been strong if uh, some of the strikers who they sent home uh, were still around yes. so I felt that you know the the problems were not footballing mm. there were other problems that that, that caused uh, the breakdown of of, mm. of, of, of Gelang's performance mm. yeah. so for me I feel you know they have uh, under underachieved yeah. Tremendously, uh, certain games, uh, and and it's not just that the you no know, the the fact that uh, staff are leaving, players are leaving. There's infighting in the team within the players and the coaches. So I think I think all of these things is uh, they need something new. Yeah, yeah, mm. they need something new. It's definitely bringing them. But out. considering all the problems you mentioned, yeah. right, infighting, players mm. leaving, mm. star striker, mm. star striker, striker leaving mm. at the yeah. start. Yeah. Is is it that bad then that you finish six? I mean, a club realistically going through all that to finish last, right? Yeah. So so I think uh, I just want to touch on something Kairo said. So he talks about all these problems within Gelang, which is fair enough. I've heard of them as well. Uh, but I think this makes it harder for the coach, which goes to your point. Yeah, yeah. So so I think the coach, to me at least, has handled the situation well in a sense where he could have gone all all bad. You yeah. Know? I mean, as a coach, you want to be concentrating on the football. Yeah. But out of 
your your choices or not mm. you are putting out fires everywhere else yeah. so you you take your eye off the yeah. football and right this, these are also problems that were enforced like injuries mm. uh, i think uh, lukman mm. had a bad mm. injury at the start of the season mm. he was going to be the starting right winger for for no ali mm. uh, and then he went out and then suddenly they have to rejig uh, silvano comavilius mm. who i thought was going to be the golden boot uh, winner because uh, yeah. I looked at his goals record and mm. okay, this guy is going mm. to fire Gilang to a top three, top mm. four finish but that didn't transpire as well. Mm. He left. So in that case, wouldn't you say that the coach has handled the team quite well given the fact that all these things have happened but he has put a lid on it and got the team, the likes of Amy, Moresh, firing mm. to the best of their abilities? I but, think I think <laughs> any machinery you can't crumble as, as bad as okay. any machinery. Uh, uh, yeah? uh, uh. And then we have players over there you who have certain uh, desire, certain hmm. people like Barry Maguire, even his class, yeah. right? He's yeah, one yes. of the best. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You wouldn't think that he would go out and play and not play well, right? Mm. They will still mm. play well. Mm. At mm. the end of the day, players are professional, mm. right? I think uh, you have gone. Players have gone through uh, uh, the time when Warriors was in, in chaos, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. But they, yeah. they still did okay. Yeah. They were in the top, top. Yeah. Uh, they were in the uh, Singapore Cup, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah. you cannot say that like as is like because there's always a machinery that will work. Okay, I right? see your point. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. for me, and, but they, to be fair, they were also within the, that, yeah. that that nine and, uh, and number eight, number yeah. seven yeah. Yeah. Uh, place placing. So for me, uh, I feel that you cannot say that certain breakdowns, mm. right? Because at the end of the day, there's a, t- a certain amount of professionalism. If I'm the assistant coach, I come, I still need to work. Yeah. I'm a match analyst, I still come, I, I still want to work. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's not yeah. as if I will just, I'm not coming and there's nobody running the training mm. and everything. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. to mm. me to say that you know at, at every instance you, you uh, being number eight then is a justification of all the problems then I think it's wrong. Okay. Yeah. Okay. For me okay. personally. Yeah. 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 So uh, the thing is now big question should he still be given another season? I'm going to leave it up to anyone to try. No, I, I think that No Ali should be given another season simply because we, we talk about this season alone and yeah, they've uh, massively underachieved. I, I completely agree with that. But last season, he brought them to an AFC Cup spot. They, yeah, fair enough, they didn't get to play in the AFC Cup but that's not his fault. Uh, I think the squad that he had uh, when they got to an AFC Cup uh, spot wasn't fantastic but he still got there. Uh, I think I enjoyed watching Geelang play in that season. But this season, yes, I admit uh, it hasn't been fantastic. Uh, sometimes you see matches where uh, the, the the style of play between the first half and the second half is completely different. Yeah. Uh, them pressing high up in the first half, second half not a- able to sustain that press, for example. Um, I do think that if you give No Ali a better squad than he had this season, given the injuries, uh, given the players who left halfway, I do think No Ali can do much, much better than uh, having Geelang finish sixth in the table. I'm not sure what kind so, of wait, sorry, I, can I, I just jump in and, and, and very quickly yeah. ask then why the double standard here between No Ali and Marco? Because Marco with Ballester last season, they finished in fifth, mm. right? So by that reckoning, if we're going and saying, you know, he, he, he deserves another season, maybe he's had one off season, mm-hmm. he deserves another season mm-hmm. to see whether he can really sort of revamp mm-hmm. in those situations. You speak about AFC Cup, he brought Ballester to the AFC mm-hmm. Cup yep. as well. Mm-hmm. He's been relatively mm-hmm. successful for mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. He's had spells there where he's, I think, you know, more than uh, pulled his weight yeah, with, the, with, the, with the qualities yeah. that that, uh, that were available to him in terms of his squad. So I'm just trying to figure out here why is there this, this thinking now that, you know, for, for No Ali is different. He deserves mm-hmm. another... When, when Marco has done pretty yeah. much... Fair, fair question. I, I think you look at well. Marco and, and the time that he has spent at Ballester, he has got such a long uh, spell there at Ballester. Yes, yeah. he was yeah. two spells, I would say, but a long spell at Ballester. Yeah. Mm. I think for No Ali, I think when he has come in, uh, a lot of doubts over his credentials. Mm. Why is he a coach at Gelang? A club mm. steeped in so much of history. 
but I thought last season was an indication of what kind of a coach he can be. You speak to the players that uh, still have uh, his backing, I would say, the likes of Amy and, and so on. They will tell you that he's a he's a good person, uh, a good man manager. And from the outside, there are people who say things differently. But if you look at Noali's record at Geylang, I do think he's achieved well uh, in the last two years. This year, it's been a bad season. Let's, let's call it as it is. Mm. But I do think based on the achievements that he had in the previous season, he deserves another season. Yeah. Uh, to answer Ro- uh, Roshan's point about Marco, I do believe that Marco had a long time to prove himself. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't call Marco a bad coach. I think he's a good coach. But... Uh, Ballester needed something refreshing right, yeah. uh, which is why they've gone for the decision that they've made mm. for Geylang I don't think they need something uh, refreshing at the yeah. moment I do think they need to give Noah Ali uh, a better squad uh, to compete uh, with the top teams um, if if Noah Ali had been given uh, a squad this season where you could say oh, not many injuries he could work with the likes of Amy Moresh like for example yeah. when Convalios went out there was no replacement in terms of a lead striker for them mm. and I, I, I sometimes imagine with Amy and Moresh if there was a central figure there they could have won games much more games than they did this season mm. so I, I whereas for Marco I, I said they had the best foreigners in the league yeah. so I, in that sense I do feel like No Ali deserves more than what he's getting uh, but I'm not sure what the others think I think Kyle definitely disagrees with me I yeah. think he has underachieved this year with six and to be honest last year also I think he underachieved mm. I think he had a good squad mm. I had he, he had uh, good uh, players at every play position good two players at every position mm. I felt mm. and I think he could get top two and he was a very unstable league yeah. last year yeah. because yeah. of the COVID and uh, the, the situation even Lion City also has struggled right yeah. so it was a time where he had a year before to prepare with uh, the year that they had a very balanced team yeah. right and I I, th- I thought them being in yeah they qualify for AFC but they could have been top two personally mm. Mm. there's a lot of uh, games where you know certain things could have happened and he didn't do it right mm. but okay of course they take the AFC Cup and furthermore it happened similarly this year again so to me it's a, I look at it as a downslide rather than uh, rather than rather than uh, he did well AFC uh, then he didn't have a good team you know so again you have to see uh, what is the reasoning for no uh, Silvano not being around yeah, mm. yeah what ha- what is happening between uh, Pap- uh, Moshe and uh, Barry in the in, yeah, the, in yeah. and on and off the pitch yeah. you know what's happening between the midfielders you know what, what, what so so where is where is the problem so to me you know everything a leader has to take the responsibility yeah. for this yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so for, for sure. me if the rod doesn't stop but one thing if everyone is going out that's my point that yeah, 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 yeah 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 he's he's a sort that you know if you get to know someone get it <laughs> but after that uh, you see the situation uh, what happens uh, uh, I mean we in the football scene we know uh, right uh, and uh, he hasn't changed uh, so for me uh, that is the only saving grace if he gets a new group of players yeah. and, a and I, I believe players, if rumors are to believe that's what's going to happen uh, because yeah. he is apart from one senior goalkeeper what rumors huh? Uh, <laughs> check out our podcast rated RR <laughs> no guys uh, cross marketing eh? cross marketing no but no, no, no other people show eh? <laughs> reminds me of someone oh, get out get out get out now don't worry I won't comment on the post but anyway guys that's what these rumors are to be believed he's going to lose everyone there's only going to be one senior goalkeeper and to Kairul's point if you get to build yeah, yeah. from scratch 
I think he deserves that chance to do it yeah. and he knows the club enough. There's, there'll be too much upheaval if not, yes. if everything is going to be new, right? And perhaps that's why he deserves Sorry, but, but I just need year. to ask, right? Looking at the standings, where, where did you expect Gelang to, to finish to say that, okay, if they had finished there, then it would have been a successful season? Because I look at the teams, LCS, Albrex, Algang, Tempanese, you definitely say most likely should have finished above Gelang, yeah. yes? So so where do you think Gelang should have finished and then you say, no, Ali has done a good job? But I, I would think third and fourth, Haugang above Rovers because Rovers yeah. we already we knew that ACL would make them struggle of course yeah, yeah. yeah. so they should have been here yeah, yeah. Roshan, Roshan sorry I just need to ask you in terms of a coaching appointment um, in the SPL what constitutes being a success or a failure because uh, like I mentioned No Ali you know, he, he brought Gelang to AFC Cup mm. sport and based on that I said it was a success and in this season we are saying that he yeah, dropped down a few places and suddenly he's a failure and he should go mm. what is the balance Who, when do you say it's been a success and it's been a failure uh, it's, it's up to you right you mm. determine what you want uh, to, to determine and ultimately uh, in terms of the person losing his job or whatever it, mm. it's determined by the chairman or the management yeah. or whoever yeah. it is who has those set those pre-season targets yeah. along the way whether it's a, it's a successful season whether it was a, a failure of a season what the reasons were uh, behind it uh, but you, you look at this uh, Gelang international squad overall and and uh, look I, I think it's fine No Ali has another season fine to, to pick it up I think he's done a good decent enough job for them over the last few years or so but at any in any organisation the top man should be the one that has to be under the most pressure and mm. should be answering and you need to sort of foster a culture uh, within that team where uh, we talk about all these issues why are these issues happening mm. you know mm. you, and then you look at the figurehead and you ask questions about the figurehead is right. it not strong enough what's happening in these in these, in these situations in these areas why is there infighting within the squad is that a sign of a poor toxic work culture yeah. uh, in, in a situation around it so you know those are those are questions that I think are fair fair enough to sort yeah. of be asked and we all have our different opinions and we've heard from Cairo we've heard from from Deepan about it Raushan has, has come in with uh, his rumours and things like that <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think for me when you look at them in sixth it's sixth and and one point above Ballester, which mm. we have absolutely battered Ballester. Yep. We have absolutely battered Ballester. Okay. One point above Ballester, same number of goals conceded, fewer goals scored, one fewer than, than Ballester Kalsa, Gelang in sixth. So to me, I, I think I personally also feel that's not good enough for them. Mm. A fifth place, convincing fifth place, convincing fifth place mm. would have been would have been good for me. Would have yeah. been for yeah. me would have been a successful yeah. convincing fifth place because now Daniel Parker United has just gone from last last, last yeah. season yeah. Yeah. to yeah. fifth. Yeah. Respect, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. and I think that's where we might be moving. Yeah. On. Yeah. Yeah. The perfect, segue. <laughs> perfect perfect segue into. Well, yeah, actually, that's the perfect segue into going into Tanja Parker United. Last year, we spoke about it at the review show. They finished last. We were disappointed. But now, they actually find themselves five points off an AFC Cup spot in fifth. Rashad, I'm going to start with you on this one. Did you really expect this from there? Uh, not based on last season. Oh, yeah, but halfway through this season, I did feel like something good was brewing. Mm-hmm. And I think they followed up on the promise. And they've, they've, they've given... They're one of my favourite teams to watch. Yep. Purely because I just think there's a good 
culture there and we speak to some of the coaches some of the players they do talk about this kampung spirit almost mm. and that runs through the club and they come together nicely yeah. and on the footballing side of things I think they've really given a good account of themselves this year and yeah. you know sometimes last year when they finished last then they say we're building on something we're building on something oh, yeah. if they hadn't followed through this year then you're going to be like bro what are you talking about yeah, bro? Right. Where's, where's the progress mm. so at least this year they've followed through on certain promises to move in the right direction mm. and that's good to see and to be fair midway through when the season resumed I did say the bottom half of the table is going to be more exciting than the top half yeah. and it turned out that way for me because yeah. I think it was good to see Tanjong Baga especially push the charge from the bottom yeah. to finish fifth as they have mm. yeah. uh, especially with that last game of the season you know when we saw 4-1 they were losing the outbreaks oh, I yeah. think a lot of us yeah. I think that's quite poetic right yeah. it sums up their season almost exactly. yeah. Yeah, yeah, to be on the ropes and then yeah. mm. and some of the goals they scored as well amazing I mean, goals yeah. Rosh can tell us all about the goals they scored <laughs> but yeah which actually Rosh I was going to go to you to this one actually like we've seen the goal scoring charts you know they have actually a number of players who've actually contributed with a number of goals you know you had yeah. Luis Junior with the, their top Rio goal and all that. Rio yeah. was fantastic Ronaldo. oh he was so good during that season Rosh how do you think it clicked for them this season I think uh, we when you when you listening the, the best is from us from the outsiders we have an outsider's view right but I always find it's the best is when you get the insight mm. from people who are living it and going through it and you get accurate information from yeah. them not rumours huh? not rumours <laughs> no, not rumours accurate information from them and I think you know what they, they've said is that you know they they were as Roshan quite rightly brought it up they were sort of building towards something whatever thing that was and somehow it sort of clicked in terms of the systems of, of play that they had especially I think for me from the outside looking in was the Shaké coming in, I think, make a big yeah. difference. Mm. Stability, mm. stability. Yeah. You know, playing in in the center of that back three, yeah. uh, and I was surprised that the impact that he had because yeah. I thought, you know, maybe he play yeah. on the left side, but he played in the center yeah. and he marshaled that defense. first, especially after the first time he came back, that own goal. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. and yeah, yeah, it could have against Gelang, right? Yeah. I think it was. Mm. What it was a shocking uh, yeah. goal, but you know, he bounced back from yeah. that, and and Farid's. Farid's for me also has been like kind of like a revelation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, they have essentially guys who are, are fullbacks or wingbacks playing in central defense, mm. and and the, the the reasoning behind that is because they they wanted these players to be able to push forward as well to support mm. the attack. So what you see sometimes is, is if Farid's is playing on the left side of the back three, then you've got uh, Shodai pushing yeah. forward from the left uh, yeah. uh, wing back position and then Rio is like a free roll right on yeah. the left side so you see a lot of rotations mm-hmm. in those positions and sometimes Farid if you notice he's allowed to just push on further with the ball yeah. drive with the ball through midfield and play those passes in behind that's where they've been able to, to execute a lot of good movements mm. down the left hand side and I think that has been a key part of why they've been able to, to get sort of the goals that they had Rio especially with the oh, free roll that he's got yeah. Yeah. I think Rio with the free roll starts out on the left hand side but can drift yeah. into mm. infield mm. in all those positions mm. I think he's one of the league's best dribblers Yes. I, I feel though on Rio's point excellent dribbler good player to watch but he's got 9 goals which is decent mm. but sometimes I see he's finishing he could have easily gone into double digits just purely yeah. based on the position he gets in so if he was more clinical yeah. that way yeah. we might be talking about Tanjung Baga higher yeah. table yeah. 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 and for someone who is he's actually huge he's actually a, he has a big <laughs> yeah. stature yeah. to the yeah. and yeah. he can powerful really dribble yeah. Yeah. very powerful yeah. and yeah. you know that last goal his uh, last goal yes. the equalising the goal, goal. and the young players coming through Fatula those two are the standout Anaki yeah. is a loney, but yeah. Fatula, yeah. Fatula is yeah, 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 yeah. a fine. He's yeah. a fine. And, yeah. and I mean Rujaidi with his quality yeah. delivery, you know, yeah. from yeah. Uh, from the from the right uh, yeah. from the right yeah. hand side playing yeah. as, as the right wing back. But Fatula is a player that I really really like. Yeah. Really like. Very I mean, tidy. Eighty years of age, and mature. then he plays. He's so baby face. Every time I see him, he doesn't. You know, and and don't take this the wrong way, but he doesn't really look like he's a footballer. You know, he's a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but brilliant. 
brilliant footballer yeah, yeah, yeah. at, at 18 true. and it's, it's not just that he's hard running you know yeah. I mean he's hard running he works his socks yeah. off he does so much mm. he's got great work rate uh, but his quality on the ball the composure yeah. in those yeah. positions balancing as well. balancing the game, yeah. playing one touch one yeah. and two touch yeah. understanding yeah. of when to play yeah. quick yeah. passes move mm. uh, play receive again into into a, into a space mm. uh, I think he's been very impressive I, I'm personally a bit disappointed he wasn't uh, picked in the young player uh, not just the young player AFC, sorry the AFC, 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 AFC personally yeah, I was a bit disappointed yeah. that he wasn't actually mm. this is a very good segue into the next one speaking of disappointment well, I'm, I'm, I'm just keep throwing that <laughs> you just you just keep hitting those home runs man. it makes my job so much easier <laughs> but speaking of which um, disappointment should Hazrin Jailani have been yes. at least nominated Deepan I want to throw this at you yes oh, okay. let's do oh, it <laughs> I think it's a resounding answer I think we know what Kairul thinks <laughs> I mean I mean yeah I, I do sense the, the di- <laughs> I, do, I do sense the disappointment Four as to why well, right? uh, but to me it's a tough one because the names that were on the shortlist deserve to be there uh, Clement deserved to be there in my nah. books uh, Philip deserved to be there in my books uh, Shigatomi deserved to be there in my books so I do see the, the arguments for why they were there uh, but I think Hazrin has done a fantastic job for sure uh, given the fact of where they finished last season uh, identity to their play uh, I think he has done a fantastic job Along, alongside Noah Lamsha I oh, think yeah. both of them have worked yeah. in tandem yeah. uh, done so well yeah. uh, I've gone down to actually observe a few of the training sessions before uh, they've got a, cul- a good culture about them mm. they, 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 something similar to Elbrex where they get their young players to wash the balls yeah. and the boots uh, after training sessions <laughs> so it's, it's something to, to admire you know you don't see that at other clubs uh, Noah Lamsha really keeps everybody's on uh, mm. keeps everybody on their toes mm. uh, for, for reasons that we all know of course uh, Fatula like, like uh, Roshan mentioned to me uh, I, I really loved the fact that he came because he didn't start the season there with yeah. Paka, former yeah. Tampines Rovers player I believe and he's done so well for himself uh, one game in particular sticks in my mind and that was against Albrex uh, where Albrex were quick to press him because they, they realised that uh, a lot of their attacks could start from him in terms of midfield but he got out of the press easily mm. and this mm. is a young boy that we're talking about playing in his uh, first professional season in the SPL but so much of maturity to his play uh, but to answer your question I think Hazrin deserved a nomination maybe they should expand the nom- nominee list to five uh, like the final whistle does so if, uh, if the <laughs> if the top nominations three nominations as they are people Clement and uh, Shigutomi you'll keep them as it is you won't bring Hazrin in I won't bring Hazrin in sorry okay, yeah. okay. I would bring Hazrin in you would? I would, I would you would I, would. I think uh, I'm surprised if FAS does these nominations right based on a few other I would be very angry at FAS yeah. but if it's voted by the coaches and the yeah. GMs and the captains then my question back are you all believing that the, narr- the narrative of our league being a developmental league mm. because our developmental league is this is not a developmental league yeah. it is an elite league yeah. so if you get a coach that finishes last you put it in nomination yes. no definitely not yeah. Yeah. I, buy yeah. the, I buy the argument yeah. 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 so we, then we, are we walk, where, where we're still listening to Bernard Lim that yeah. is developing no 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 it yeah. cannot be yeah. Yeah. right yes. so as much as Philip is a good friend and uh, you know it seems like I'm attacking Philip no yeah. right previously also they were talk about I'm against how he brings up the young players yeah. no no it's not I respect him as it is he's a very good mm. coach but he doesn't deserve to be here as simple yeah. as that that's uh Again, I mean, I guess this is a topic for another podcast, but yeah. that thing about no, that thing about that thing about 
no, not being able to to disagree on topics is a strange one, and then people just instantly think that you uh, become enemies or whatever. It's it's yeah, it's a weird yeah, one, yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, mm. you can disagree and still <laughs> yeah. be okay yeah, and correct. still move on and yeah, just yeah, have yeah, a discussion. Correct. It doesn't mean that I hate this guy or I hate that guy. So, you know, for you to 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 sort of have to bring it up as well. Yeah, yeah it's so, like you have to. Yeah. People will be people. I mean, even people watching it. or listening in out there will be a bit, you know. Oh, he doesn't like. You want rumors. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you know, just uh, we can have different yeah. opinions about things, yeah. and then and these my facts. I I give it to yeah. you. You like it or not? Yeah. yeah. Again, I, I like how these conversations are actually bringing like a perfect segue into the next one. Disagreements and everything in between. Dipan, let's start with Tampines Rovers. <laughs> okay, so what Ooh. went wrong this year? Sorry, what went wrong what this year? I think wrong. it's easier to answer what went right for them this ah. season. Uh, Tampines Rovers. I think you've got to look at their season in two parts, right? Almost. Uh, the before the Asian Champions League and after the Asian Champions League. Uh, I remember having a chat with uh, a few of my friends and I said, wow, when they come back from uh, Asian Champions League, I know it's been bad results, but they're going to be a different beast. Uh, they have been a different beast, oh, uh, but not in the you know, like way BC that I and AD, uh, yeah. them to. Uh, you look, you've got to look at the reasons and, and you've got to look at the squad. Mm. Did they have a squad capable of competing in a competition like the Asian Champions League and balancing it out with the Singapore Premier League yeah. I don't think so because yeah, uh, when they came back from the Asian Champions League you could see that fatigue had already set in even the last few games in the Asian Champions League and then they go into quarantine they had of course a few COVID cases mm. uh, couldn't train they, they made arrangements to train in a bubble but that couldn't uh, happen they couldn't train had to sit in their hotels uh, and it didn't help them all the moment they came back until the last game of the season they never looked right in any of those games I mean to be beaten 5-2 I believe uh, uh, against Ballastic Council so that, yeah. that tells you the, the story yeah. the fact that Belastic are able to it's, it's a Topayo miracle <laughs> <laughs> it's a Topayo miracle they call me the Topayo miracle <laughs> no, but, but to me I think you've got to look at the problems and, and look I think Gavin has to accept some form of blame for, for how the season has gone you look at the squad and you look at the certain players that kept playing game after game despite having terrible performances you've got to question the coach you look at Boris for example yes I know he's got 16 goals this season but has he stood out in every game that he has played mm. Has the likes of Kyoga and Zerudin uh, deserved to start game after game? But who else? You've got options on the bench. Okay, for example, we talk about Taufik Suparnu, who, when he plays, he scores a goal. Why doesn't he get a starting role in that team? Why was Huzaifa Aziz signed midway through the season and not did not get a chance in yeah. the playing squad? I think you could have rotated a few options. I think players like Huzaifa, even Fajrul, for example. You you saw Fajrul sometimes come on on the wing. Yes, we have seen that for Singapore national team even. But Fajrul at this age, yeah, he offers 100%. you some experience in and around the box. You could have played him as a number 10, yeah. as a number 9. I think those were options that Gavin could have used. I think it's, to me, a bit silly to go back and say, ah, the squad isn't good enough. And, you know, okay, but you talk about the squad... Then was it not above Gavin to equip them with a decent enough squad to go yeah. and compete in the Champions League? No point. You know there's Champions League mm. coming up, mm. but you say it's okay. The players we have, alright, eh? mm. uh, clearly they're alright, eh? Try, yeah. try, uh, yeah, try, try, exactly. And then now it's all they will learn from this. Yeah. They will learn from this. Yeah. But when you qualify, you never learn anything. Uh. You, mm. you, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And 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 to to also go back to Gavin and, and sorry for me, and maybe Roshan can can disagree with me on this, but you look at the way Gavin set his team up. Uh, in terms of sometimes having the defensive line push quite high up the pitch and we saw that especially against uh, the Lion City Sailors at Jalan Besar I think mm. that's when Tampines lost 4-1 yeah. I believe yeah. mm. it was a high line and then you have Daniel Bennett and Bayhaki playing there yeah. 
are you playing to the strengths of your team? I don't quite okay. think so. Yeah, to yeah. me, to me, I felt that that was the the differing point from last season for me because I thought with Tampines last season, you knew that the identity, you knew you knew how they were going to play, and they played to the strengths of the players yeah. in terms of the passing football, the the positions that they took mm. up on the pitch. But this season, I didn't quite see that. Mm. Uh, I think they were just not caught up last year. Hmm? They did play the same way as they have played, okay. uh, and maybe he overestimated everything, mm. the age of the players, the AFC impact, uh, the Champions League impact. Yeah, and yeah. everything else right so I think he overestimated everything oh uh, and uh, he because of all this he decided to set out the same way I felt they had a much yeah. better squad last year as well yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, like, with uh, Ali uh, yeah. Ali in yeah. centre back yeah. was a big yeah. miss yeah. Correct. Uh, Correct. I think for me yeah. and then uh, Sharul as well second half Sharul is not yeah. Yeah. exactly Joel Joel as well so like it was quite and I mean people don't like it when we all hop on about Jordan Webb but Jordan Webb yeah, yeah. effective, yeah, effective was, for them as yeah. much as he Amin gives 11 assists but yeah. Jordan Webb gives a different dimension of course yeah. Different, yeah. Yeah. you yeah. can yeah. feel yeah. 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 it gives but, the atmosphere yeah. correct I mean I think move on like okay yeah time to move on but I'm just kind of highlighting that yeah. the squad is, but having is very said much different that, but having said all this about Tampanese you know whatever how, however bad we have because the recent uh, impression of what we have of them is they've been losing and being trashed yeah. mm-hmm. but they are fourth on the yeah. table yeah. right and if we put Philip at yeah, uh, as a nominee yeah. and we think Hasrin deserves a nomination yeah. because what about he, Gavin yeah what about Gavin yeah. Yeah. he deserves as yeah. much as yeah. anybody yeah. No, and I mean, if we are in the in the uh, time where we are not giving Kim a nomination yeah. why not yeah, yeah. 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 I think we got to be again got to yeah. be clear that yeah. uh, for me personally mm. all these coaches in here because they're in the hot seat they're doing the job and all that will always have my respect, respect. But, Gavin, yeah. but Gavin for example I think he's a very talented coach yeah. and, and this is like his first sort of speed bump yeah, yeah. 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 massive speed yeah. bump and yeah. you need a, a storming uh, like a, a conflict point before you yeah. grow of course yeah. this yeah. is yeah. his conflict yeah. point yeah. we have to give yeah. it to him yeah. and but I think the management as well for me you know you you, you brought up a great point mm. about you know mm. equipping the squad yeah. for for things ahead yeah. Yeah. I don't know whether it's budgetary constraints yeah. and things like that that yeah. can def- that definitely will, will mm. have some impact on what they do mm. uh, in terms of the impact of losing players like Shah and then thinking yeah. maybe uh, Iman could yeah, come in could come unfortunately in, yeah. it wasn't quite at the yeah. same yeah. sort of level yeah. so yeah. those kind of things will uh, will have an impact but I, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about what they can do next season yeah. I hope yes. that they've you say learn lessons mm. we'll see what they do in the transfer window yeah. I think yeah. you need a commanding presence in central defence yeah. someone mm. who's a solid defender mm. Mm. Uh, plenty of rumours about that as well <laughs> <laughs> so I just, just want to uh, edit my point a bit. Uh, I, I, I'm, I, I know, I understand. I've been quite critical about Gavin and what I said, uh, but I'm saying all this because I, I put Gavin in a good stead. I think he's one of the top young managers, not just in Singapore but around the region. Oh, region, yes, yeah, yeah. I, I think he's, he's got a, minds. Yeah, yeah, he's got a great future ahead. So in terms of, I think what he could have done better, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, but one thing tactically that I would like to point out as well, and perhaps we could discuss this, is the fact that for a team like Tampines, I think what's important is your defensive transitions yeah. and somehow or rather this season they were quite bad in those moments where a lot of the goals that they considered happened during this even transitions last year. even, even last, last year, year. Yeah. but this year like you mentioned yeah. they were caught up quite a lot and yeah. sometimes I wonder is this because there's a lack of a complete buy-in from players where uh, they're not quite like tuned on in terms of the transitions because some of the goals I remember they've considered this season was them being outrun by the attacker yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the counter yeah. attack you didn't quite yeah. keep up pace with them so uh, is this a problem of the players not having a complete buy-in or just 
fatigue, pure fatigue. Mm. I think they were, sh- they look like they were shattered, man. Yeah, yeah. 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 During the uh, AFC Champions League, that schedule, mm. yeah. you know, when you go into that schedule and then they're playing every three days. Yeah, I think it's horrible. They don't them. have a, yeah. they don't have a, they're not, they don't have like a squad like John Book. Yeah. One eleven, second <laughs> yeah. eleven comes in, yeah. and then still that second eleven can win like the the league yeah. title yeah. or something, yeah. for example. Yeah. You know, yeah. they didn't have like a Gamba squad, like yeah. a Gamba yeah. with international. Yeah. I think it's like mental fatigue. Yeah, you mentioned. They, they, There's a lot were, of mental. They were shattered, so you had a lot of young players having to come in and you know just basically trying to see out these games, games. get themselves yeah. through yeah. and then they come back they cannot quarantine mm. yeah. you know that again takes away the rhythm and, and the momentum and then yeah. cannot work yeah. and then your confidence all just drains and yeah. you know confidence is and huge and the cycle doesn't it's yeah. not easy vicious to cycle yeah, 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 you yeah, stop. Yeah. 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 because confidence is so important as a player you know sometimes when you're not confident you overthink mm. simple things like controlling pass yeah. Yeah. and yeah. you see if you are I'm not trying to bring down Belestia if you're a team like Belestia Chances are you're gonna get two or three wins over that, that stretch. Yeah, 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 yeah. But because it's Tampanese, you you thrive on confidence, the way you play, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, and and uh, there's some processes that you do. Yeah. So definitely, you know, if you can't get out the cycle, you can't get out. The cycle. And people were making yeah. the key to that as well. That one of the things the that that sort of drives home the point is people like Nakamura, <laughs> Memedovic making simple technical yeah, errors. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, and they're yeah. usually incredibly reliant yeah, on the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, suddenly yeah, lose touch yeah. here and then gonna counter attack. That's a brilliant point. I think when you see the likes of Kyoga and Nakamura mm. losing yeah. the ball on the edge oh, of yeah, the area, yeah, yeah. that yeah. T- tells you they're not quite uh, 100% themselves. Mm. It, it's not into you, you know, your mm. teammates also yeah. surrounding yeah. you. Yeah. So and when you see someone as a teammate, I see Kyoga lose the ball, I say, cannot. You know what I mean? Kalau dia tak leave, mesti tak so, I mean, yeah, brilliant. Again, another great segue. <laughs> <laughs> You're just saying it for the sake of it, man. I think, uh, Rosh, I have to go to, I have to go to this question with you. Um, you've been in that team setting within a squad itself. In fighting, is it normal for teams to be passionate or is this something else at Tampines that you maybe see inside? What in fighting, huh? <laughs> I don't know. There was an article that oh. I read previously. But yeah, there was a there was a good article. Very I don't know by article. who. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> story of the year. Oh no! There was a nice article about it actually. Uh, about the what was going on behind the scenes. And it was quite insightful. I thought you yeah. know. And uh, obviously there was whoever it was who didn't want to be named or whatever spoke about it. And then uh, uh, and then uh, uh, Yase was there saying that there was no such thing or whatever. So there's, there must have been some issues within the squad, within mm. the team. And I remember. Remember this game against uh, Lion City Sailors where they lost 6-1 and I was thinking to myself on commentary mm. after the match I said you know it, 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 I wonder whether the, these guys are going to everyone accept collective responsibility and say guys we've all been not yeah, good we enough screwed up, yeah. we've all been not good enough yeah. okay let's let's not fight, uh, turn on each other or is it going to be sitting there I got my own ego you his own ego ah, it's because of him ah, because of that ah, we okay but this guy if that seeps into the squad then you're, you're dead yeah. you're finished yeah. you're finished I, frankly I'm surprised they were able to draw that game against Albrex nil nil and I think Albrex had more than enough chances to win that one yeah. uh, think of the chances Sir yeah. had Kondo had for example yeah. Nagasawa had late on they could have they could have easily won that uh, but look it's it's that infighting and, and once there's that seeps into the squad where people are just you know not together mm-hmm. you know you can always just everyone yeah. can just say we are all together we are we are nonsense yeah. <laughs> let's try because at the end of the day also team game right yeah. team game right yeah. collective responsibility yeah. and yeah. you need like these strong leaders the leaders in that that squad the senior players in yeah. that squad 
actually need Has to be to the ones them, that yeah. slap. If any yeah. like young player, yeah. whatever, yeah. you know, you say that about him and all that. Yeah. Just not li- not literally slap, uh, yeah. but you know, figuratively. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have those kind of figures anymore. Yeah. I think we have and, only Haris now. And, and okay. if the senior yeah. players, yeah. Karu, the senior players are the ones who say, "Tak tahu ah, dia macam ni." Oh, he, I don't know but, about him. But sometimes it can be a reason because I think we have seen over the past five years when a coach is not too too mature or not mm. say too mature is the age at the end of the day they look at the figure that what the age is mm. then the senior players they control they control ah, okay. uh, yeah. and, and uh, yeah, yeah. possibly I mean yeah. if we, it's true la, if it's true that whatever the article says I mean we, we look are you at, doubting the uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we look at Balestier ST quite doubtable we look at Balestier in 2020 when my, my brother was there mm. it's the same thing oh, yeah. you know, they played a bit of good football and then we there was supposed to be a bit of a push yeah. and then the, the the senior players decided no we're not going to work this hard yeah. you know yeah so and then uh, before that even Philip at Haugang yeah. or yeah. At, at Home United yeah. so when the age is a bit uh, smaller yeah. as a coach yeah. I think this comes into the picture it comes yeah. into yeah. it yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I've had a situation when I think back to, to the time of playing where it was like this kind of serious kind of infighting of course we had uh, an issue I think it was a SAF we weren't quite playing as well as we would have liked mm. and uh one of the the senior players was saying that oh because our squad no good lah all the bench players not pushing us or whatever and and so I, I was one of the guys who was on the bench and I said look why are you blaming us it's you guys fair. are the ones you who are first 11 yeah. Yeah. you're yeah. the first 11 you're all not pulling yeah. up your socks mm-hmm. and then someone said to him ah, dah, dah kena balik. then after that <laughs> so this these kind of things is like you know sometimes it can have that effect where okay lah you know we shouldn't have said those things yeah, to each yeah. other let's yeah. come together yeah. mm. other times it can you know fester Implode. and get yeah. out of hand yeah. Yeah. and I think you know, what, what Carol is saying is, is right lah if there's a senior figure if the, the, the coach is really in control yeah. and he knows about all this happening then he can sort of start to pull people back together mm-hmm. but if you just sort of let people okay lah no they will set, had to settle it himself yeah. sometimes it can, yeah. it can fester yeah. but I like that point about this being Gavin's biggest challenge that's exciting for me yes. because we talk about what an exciting coach he is mm-hmm. and then we talk about going through the biggest challenge yet of his very young career mm-hmm. now next season we all wait to see yeah. how, how he's going to deal with it what comes of it right yeah. I think there's a lot to look forward to in that sense yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for, sure. Sure. Yeah. for sure speaking of looking forward let's look another segue how- <laughs> <laughs> perfect but um, I'll send you the check later yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do it but okay how come we spoke to Faraz Kasim earlier on in the season and we spoke about the poor season that they had previously that they were building something that there was something special that might happen and I think this season they definitely started off very well um, going to Roshan for this one do you think they achieved their objectives for the season? I don't think so I mean I spoke to Clement I think in the 3-0 loss to Ballester I was uh, working on it then I spoke to him and he admitted that the second half of the season hasn't lived up to the first half of the season the promise they showed right and I think that's where they feel they could have run the top two teams closer mm-hmm. but again steps in the right direction and I guess Clement got uh, nominated for coach of the year in fact one coach of the year so he must be doing something right yeah. mm-hmm. so but Doy how big has he been Kairul I mean as an agent yourself when you move on these players to like different clubs how big has Doy been for Haugang United this season it's not fair Giba is my player <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh, I guess for me I, I think like I said I know I'm, I'm, I'm in awe in how he is as a footballer mm. finishing fantastic you know determination and everything but I feel that uh, he, uh, he has uh, been very one-dimensional mm. Uh, mm. in the sense of mm. how uh, how Gang could be better, mm. right? So he has caught the goals, 
But I felt perhaps if there wasn't him and another striker, there could be a, a more balanced, a balanced uh, amount of stri- uh, goals. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. because there were times where you know he was against a brick wall and he would still dribble and shoot. Yeah. You know, yeah. so to yeah. me, this was very, very, very frustrating. Yeah. But at the same time, you have to credit him. You know, he's young; he's 23, right? And mm. uh, you have to understand these Albirex players. They come from universities uh, yeah. levels. Yeah. They are not uh, professionals per se. Mm. Maybe some of them come from the academies, but that's all, right? So they also need to under. They 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 are very hungry. They 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 have a lot at stake when they leave the country, yeah. Yeah. right? So they have to be this little bit selfish. Mm. Uh, so almost desperate to do something yes. on the opportunity, Correct. right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and I think he will get offers around the region. Mm. He has been getting offers around mm. the region. Mm. Yeah, so for me, I cannot downplay. Uh, but I feel that even without his goals, they will be still be third because mm. Haugang uh, has built a team. Mm. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I I completely disagree. I I think without uh, Doi's goals, Hagang will be further down the table. I think mm. I I understand the point about what uh, Kairul is saying about Doi. The fact that Doi is someone who you know doesn't really contribute to the team in other areas, but contributes the goal front. Uh, I think with Doi, what they had was someone who even in games where they weren't playing that great, uh, he could build them out with goals. And and yeah. there were a couple of games like that that Hagang played this season. Uh, even that big win against Tampines Rovers, I think he was clinical with his chances. Mm. I think that's what's uh, different with the other strikers in the league. Um, to me, what Haugang lacks is the fact that they, they seem to be always up for the big games. Uh, yeah. they, they won yeah, against yeah, uh, yeah. Lions, T-Sailors, Tampines Rovers. Yeah, yeah. But somehow or rather, when they face teams like Young Lions, something goes wrong with yeah, them. And yeah. is this a case of mentality? I'm not quite sure. Or is this a case of they don't have the, the squad to play against some of these teams that perhaps sit back against them? Because you, you look at the wins against Tampines Rovers, Mm. and uh, Lion City Sailors. Yes, against Lion City Sailors that win, uh, the 3-1 win at Jalan Besar was uh, because of a couple of individual errors mm. from Sailors. But they, they like to break on, on these teams uh, on the counter-attack mm. counter and get these goals. Do they have a team to really play against a, a team that sits back? I'm not quite sure. Uh, and that's where Doi comes uh, crucial for them, right? So I do think that, you know, everything wrapped around Doi for them this season. I think without Doi, they will, they will fare much worse in the season. I'm not sure what, what the others think. I agree on your point that the fact that they struggle against small teams mm. because they do not have a number 10 Mm. Yeah, 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 that's a very yeah. good point. Because yes. uh, Kaishu yeah. play makes from deep. Yes, yeah. and he's yeah. got the most assists with eight assists, and yeah. in the, only in the first part of the season. Mm. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So he he racked up seven or six in the first part of the yeah. season yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with corners and everything. Yeah. So the playmaking starts below, yeah. and uh, yeah. they don't have that number ten who can support and break defense mm. and you know break mm. the lines those kind of things. That's to me. Uh, so and of course Gilberto was out for a long period mm. of time yeah, with two bouts of, of of out being out. So I think that. That that is one of the reasons as well. They can they can. Uh, mm-hmm. w- would you would you consider Haugang a counter attacking team? Do you, do you think it's unfair for me to brand them as a counter attacking team? No, I, first of all, I don't think counter attacking is an insult. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the more exciting ways to, to play, play football. football. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's very quick, it's yeah. fast, and mm-hmm. you know you got to transition very uh, very quickly uh, and all that. I, I think there's, there are other ways to get around the lack of, of a number ten. Mm-hmm. I think structurally, in certain ways, mm-hmm. when you come up against deeper mm-hmm. lines, yeah. like, there's sites yeah. in world football who yeah. don't have a yeah. number ten, yeah. for example. Yeah. Yeah. Who still are able to be creative, yeah, yeah. you know that there, there, there are ways around that. So I think that probably is something that 
they will take into consideration moving forward yeah. to, to yeah. add another you know you want to evolve the teams yeah. right yeah. you can't just be constantly a counter-attacking side uh, uh, um, and then just have that you want to try and build and you want to try and get stronger yeah. the, the concerning thing for me is <laughs> the fact that they consider 40 goals yeah, this yeah. I was just going to touch on it I'm looking at, at, at in fact looking across the league this is ridiculous huh? you look at the goals against columns yeah. from third until eighth yeah <laughs> It's like <laughs> unbelievable. We were talking about is striking a problem for the Singapore national team. What about defending, man? What has been no defending in the league this season? <laughs> but also how <laughs> <Hougang> in particular. <laughs> At the start of the season, they had Mukun and Ridwan, who had some real howlers. I mean, <laughs> you all watch the blooper reel on YouTube that's going around. Yeah. They have yeah, stars they on that show. <laughs> and then it got better for them, I guess. Yeah. Signing is one. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I think your point completely, the numbers <laughs> that we are looking yeah. at. Yeah, you, you look at second Elbrex, they've considered 19 goals and then suddenly a big jump Bam. to Haugang uh, 40. 40. Uh, uh, <laughs> but Haugang is in a zone where they are neither here nor there. They can't yeah. chase the top uh, two and they're not mm, in the bottom mm, bottom. Yeah, you yeah. see for points and defense. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I I I mean I have enjoyed watching Haugang this yeah. season, yeah. by the way. I think Doy has been uh uh, outstanding for yeah. me. What twenty-five goal involvement, nineteen and six. Yeah. <laughs> they, they scored forty-eight. That's like more than half yeah. of the, the yeah. contribution there. Yeah. I think that's might be the biggest uh, in the league. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe Zuzul at, at Ballester might be more. Uh, I check my notes. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe Zuzul at Ballester might be more. But uh, yeah, so they've got to try and sort of figure out another way of, of like I said, um, elevating that style or sort of. Uh, changing that style a little bit yeah. and, and, and try to make sure that next year they can they can challenge a bit more because at the end of the day so it's, I feel like it's better for our league right yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. the more that we have teams really fighting and what was encouraging was that they took what five points from Lion City Sailors yeah. this yeah. season yeah. 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 and that for the first half they were there they yeah, were there yeah. second half yeah. it, it yeah. fell away yeah. a little bit as, yeah. as you said Roshan after the break mm. yeah. Yeah. so how now do they bridge the gap between the top two teams besides you know um I mean, because they're going to be losing Doi next season, looking at what's been going on. By rumors. Recruitment is important. <laughs> Consistency, I guess. <laughs> recruitment, of course. The recruitment is important. Yeah. Recruitment is, I think, a lot is the most important yeah. thing. Mm. No, know, but to be fair, honestly, Haugang has set out to play like this. I'm very involved with their recruitment, right? So, Haugang has set out to play like this and they set out to buy players like this. Mm. Yeah. So, in this year, it seems like uh, whatever they set out to achieve, how they wanted to, to play with uh, diagonal balls, with underlapping fullbacks, yeah. so yeah. it, it happened. Mm. And they looked to, they wanted to play two up front, mm. right? And they said, yeah, one small man, one big man, one who can hold the ball and everything. Even the choice of, uh, even when Maksat came, yeah. that was how they wanted to play in mm. the future uh, right okay. yeah, because they knew they had Zach right but Maksat could be the future mm. and Zach couldn't do what you know a forward press no, defending, no, defending on very the, uh, reactive yes, mm. defending defending uh, yeah. on the back foot Zach yeah, is always yeah, yeah. that yeah so they understood Yes, but there has been a slight shift going to next year, mm. right? There may be slightly more possession from the back. Mm. Uh, so there may there may be a Brazilian coming at the back, right? So so things are changing mm. a bit. Yeah. So I'm quite excited because really for a fact that I know for this club, when I bring a player in, 
is they are playing how it's supposed to be okay. right and yeah. i bring a play into lion city that's how they are playing yes yeah. they want the left side of foot yes they i know i know where this is going and then you bring a player <laughs> target man number 9 then you put him in the channel <laughs> yeah so to me to me yeah you know you bring satisfaction as, a, as an agent yeah. as well yeah. Yeah. i think that variation i want to see that that variation mm. from from yeah. them mm. tactically you know being able to to try and uh, take that game up uh, another level against as deepen say against some of the some of the smaller sites or smaller sites inverted <laughs> commas no disrespect <laughs> no disrespect <laughs> <laughs> okay, going on to second place. Ah, we have not nice Alvarez. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have to try and keep it a little bit more. Yeah. But okay, for Alberex Nagata, once again, same old Alberex, solid performances all around, different players every season. But Dipan, I want to start this with you. Who stood out most for this team? Uh, for me, it has to be Suboy, right? I think, mm. I, I think, right? If Suboy didn't get injured, I'm not, I'm not sure if the guys here will agree with me. If he didn't get injured, Albrecht would have wrapped up. Uh, yes, that yes, 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 yes. And I think the Golden Boot race and the Player mm. of the Year race would have been a lot, a lot different. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. I, I think Suboy being out for them was a huge miss. Mm. Uh, once he got injured, I think the the reserve, the the substitute striker came on. Uh, I think Suzuki, mm. uh, he got injured as well. So so they ended up playing uh, Taniguchi as sometimes they're, they're front False forward nine, yeah. ah, to me I, I do feel that um, Albrex had a very good season actually on all counts mm. uh, from the back uh, defenders played well their midfielders played well Hashioka Hashioka uh, yeah. the centre backs the left back um, really really good team even even to me I would say the only uh, negativity about this team that I can have in my head is the fact that um, I wish we saw more of Kondo uh, oh, I, yeah. I wish that sometimes he was given starts because um, you could see he's a he's a terrific player, mm. uh, Kuraba Kondo. I think he he definitely deserved more starts than he had. But I, I'm not quite sure whether it's because of uh, fitness concerns or injuries. Uh, but this was definitely a really good player that they could have used more. I'm not quite sure whether they could have helped them uh, in the games against Tampines, for example. I think came on in the second half. But mm. I, I I wish sometimes he had more time. I think in terms of Suboy's injury, uh, you you can't help these things. Right? I think they happen. Uh, they couldn't quite deal with it. Uh, after that, they, they tried to deal with it with Taniguchi but didn't quite bring them to the title but I'm, I'm quite sure their fans and their coaching staff can be quite proud uh, of what they have done this season to have pushed uh, Lions City Sailors all the way to the last day of the season speaking mm. of that last day of the season did anybody think that they would have nicked the title at the end? <laughs> at halftime I think a lot of people were honestly considering a helicopter Roshan was considering a helicopter <laughs> I, I already two weeks before I was asking for a helicopter <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get my helicopter so I'm hoping next season there'll be a helicopter us, you know right in the centre circle <laughs> we come down from our commentary position and get but we never I mean I don't think anyone expected 4-4 uh, at yeah, halftime yeah. to, Credit to full time it was yeah. crazy I mean you're lucky I was doing the delayed game so I couldn't really watch <laughs> and yeah it was crazy to keep up with that scoreline because mm-hmm. you don't expect Elbrex of all teams to concede yeah. four. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. final day of the season, so maybe it's all true. guns blazing or something yeah. like that, right? Uh, yeah. I, I I didn't. First of all, I didn't even expect Elbrex. Uh, sorry, Lion City Sailors to be in the uh, top spot going into the I, final. I'm day. not sure how much the players know about the exact score lines. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. I, I was listening to uh, one of uh, one of uh, but of Hassan's course, fans, fans would be shouting. Yeah. They would know, uh, right? Hassan yeah. said he knew the because stands, yeah. uh, the fans were chanting. Tanjo Paga. But there were times when fans were chanting Tanjo Paga and nothing happened at Tanjo Paga. I was there. But having said that, that could have attributed to the 4-4. I think there was still some fight in the in the in the Tanjo Paga game until certain things were known. Like after Diego's game, then we saw the goals cracking in 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 Jurong East. Yeah. I want to ask a question. Do you think Lion City Sailors won the title or Elberex lost the title? 
Oh. oh, I mean that's a tough one to answer, man. I, I wouldn't know how to how to really how to really answer. I guess you would say it since Lion City Sailors finished first, they won the title, lah. Okay. <laughs> but everyone's <laughs> in one position. No, exactly. Yeah. So the Tampines game, I think that's where they 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 lost it, and I and I didn't expect that. I didn't yes, expect. Yeah, I yes. thought the last minute equalizer they scored against Lion City Sailors mm. that they put themselves in poor position. Yeah. yeah. And again, yeah. when I look back at the Tampines game, they have more than enough chances to win. Mm. To me. Mm. And I'm not talking about like half chances. I'm talking about proper chances mm. Uh, mm. in in that game. Uh, it, it's my famous saying this whole. Season, uh, uh, high, high, no high quality chances. Always <laughs> see the stats. Shot, 500 shots on 500 shots on goal, and then but then all of them are from the halfway line. You know, so so I think I think Elbrex have have, have have done really well overall mm. this mm. season. They were one of my favorite sites to watch. Uh, so so beautiful and the the transitions to attack, transition to defence, the fitness levels, exquisite, the mm. way that they go about playing the, yeah. the game, yeah. excellent. You know, the Tezuka in central midfield is a, is a class act. Yeah. Kaniguchi was was brilliant yeah. for me. And the fact that a lot of these guys are like under 23. You know, crazy, right? yes. Yes. They're, they're yeah. under 23 yeah. players yeah. and, and they're yeah. pushing at the top of the league. The organisation, brilliant. Koga uh, was class up until the last game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I think, you know, any Albirex team that, that is being formed, we have seen over the last few years, they must be the champion. Mm. Yeah, mm. the only reason this year is because there's Lion City it's in our league. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and that's the reflection of our league. See, but I think for Lion City, to, for them to also uh, because there's a lot of instability in Lion City this year, yeah. right? Mm. Because of the uh, Aurelio leaving, yeah, yeah, Robin when Robin took also there was you know certain yeah. results yeah. that didn't go their way. So I felt if that didn't happen. Of course, Lion City would, would be a runaway yeah, champion. Yeah, I feel, yeah, I feel, yeah, yeah. right. But Albirex, to me, it's a given. They have to be the champion. Mm, so mm. with this thing, I think even even if Lion City uh, did 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 uh, uh, didn't, I mean they're struggling. I think Albirex should be the title winner. Mm. Yeah, I, I think they should. So them being second is actually an achievement for me. Sure. I feel right uh, considering Lion City isn't at their maximal. Mm. Uh, yeah. mm. I think Kabir would be quite mad at me for doing this, but I have to add one last question into this uh, Ong Yu-en and the Singapore players for this Albrex team Rosh going to you on this one how do you feel they did this season because there were some really impressive performances and I yeah. think they really stepped up and uh, what what would you say would be the standout of that team I like Ong Yu-en a lot mm. you know since we're talking about the, the local guys you mm. know I think uh, Nikki Melvin Singh also you know did, uh, did a pretty good job considering that he had to be put in several different yeah, positions yeah. and mm. they had to play as the centre forward and mm. let's remember these guys are young young yeah. players you know, mm. playing in this in this system, I think it helps that there are Singaporean players in the Albrecht squad. Then they get exposed to a different level of training, culture, yeah. culture. conditioning, yeah. culture, yeah. and and things like that. Uh, it is a culture shock to to some mm. of them uh, mm. to suddenly be like mm. you know training in this heat yeah. and training yeah. like twice a day yeah. and, and the, the demands you know the demands yeah. of, of training you train like you're, you're playing at a, at a high level but I think Ong Yuan I think hasn't let anyone down uh, some of the the way he plays in terms of that maturity I think has been very good beyond his years uh, I hope he can continue to to sort of develop um, and, and it was good for him I mean he got he got good enough minutes I think this uh, this season at, yeah. uh, at Elbrex alright fantastic now we move on to the champions Lion City Sailors um on that day itself, I was at, I let my other guys go to Jambasa. I was at uh, Jurong East and, you know, you could really feel the crowd and everything else. And I think um, it was fantastic. And I could really, like when my friends sent me like videos from the stadium, you could really feel everybody like um, really into the moment. Dipan, going to you on this one, what does this win mean for local football? 
Uh, I think it means a lot in the sense where for, for so long we've been wanting a local club to win the, the Singapore Premier League title and now you have that I think you could see from not just uh, the celebrations on the pitch social media I think is a, is quite a telling factor uh, where lots of people are sharing we even had a minister uh, talking about uh, Lion City Sailors and branding them a proper team whatever that means uh, I, I think it's good to see I think it's good to see the, the, the community not just the local football community but the wider ones uh, I've a few friends who tuned in for the last game of the season who don't normally watch uh, the Singapore Premier League so that's a good sign uh, I think it's it's a good sign but we shouldn't stop here I think we should work on this mm. I think other teams around the league should look at what the sailors have achieved on and off the pitch and realise this is the standard uh, this is what we've got to compete with this is what we've got to get close to uh, so I hope that it's a catalyst for for, for what's coming ahead mm. uh, in the Singapore Premier League because I know for, for a matter of fact that um away from the Singapore Premier League lots of government agencies and, and, and some people in the FAS committee are working on you know trying to improve the quality of the league whether that be through privatisation or something else uh, I think it remains to be seen but lots of good uh, feelings about local football at the moment we've got the AFC under 23 coming up we've got the Suzuki Cup coming up even more good things coming up I hope uh, but definitely on the, on the subject of Lions City Sailors winning the league really 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 good stuff uh, they deserved it I would say yes I know that uh, I talked about Subway's injury and all, but given the fact that I think Kyrie mentioned they had Robin in charge for a while, mm. Radio left. Uh, given all these factors, they definitely do deserve to be uh, SPL champions. Yeah. Roshan, standouts for this uh, Lions City oh. Sailors team. Standouts. I think to go through three coaches in a season, okay, Robin is considered interim, right? Yeah. So two coaches is difficult. So kudos to all the players who went what's, through that. What's Robin's surname? Uh, Chitrakar. Hey, well done. Well no, Robin, Robin, by the way, Robin, the I only one of the three. Trivia, the, the only one of the three with 100% record. <laughs> yeah. I think it's difficult to go through all that as a player and still go on to uh, win the league as they have done. So, standout players for me, I think Gabriel Quack has stood out for me. I think he built on a strong season last year and then went on to push on to the next level. For me, what's exciting is, I think Deepan tweeted about this and in fact, we spoke to Gabriel about this, about the players, the Singaporean players, and this is no disrespect respect to the foreigners who were involved in that title push, right? But Stipe and George were essentially out for the squeaky bum time, as I like mm. to call it. And the uh, local players came in and gave a great account of themselves. And some of them have proved me wrong. I get frustrated with Paris Ramli sometimes. I'll be very honest, when I'm watching him, I get frustrated. But he made me eat humble pie and I gladly will eat the humble pie because I think he really is one of those players who flourished under Kim and it was good to watch because then you see the impact of a manager. I think Rosh will touch on this, the, the idea of having a manager of Kim Do-hun's stature in the league, right? And then you see tangibly a player step up and flourish under a manager like that. I think it's good to watch. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, sorry. Looking at me now. Oh, my turn. Uh. Oh, <laughs> no, first, first of all, uh, actually, what what you want me to talk about now? What was the question <laughs> about the coach? Uh? I think having a coach of Kim Do Hoon's stature, I think, steering our works incredibly. I mean, incredible that the fact that uh, it blows my mind that we were able to get this guy in. <laughs> really, <laughs> this guy is a you know was a manager with Ulsan uh, in the in the K League. He came close to winning the league twice, fell away, uh, and for a while I thought that was going to happen to him mm. here as well. Mm. Uh, won the AFC Champions League and then to come to Singapore where he wins his first career league title as a coach mm. I mean who would have thought that that would be part of his career um, um, progression you know, part mm. of his, his CV so when he comes in I think there's automatically this authority that this guy has been there done that mm. and he's and he's won you know these things won these titles and, and achieved and he shows uh, it on things. the pitch as and well he shows yeah. it on the, on the, yeah, yeah, exactly. the players are in awe yeah. of what he can do yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he came in and then of course there's always a bit of adjustment I think culturally it's 
quite different mm. from going mm. from, from Vidma going to mm. yeah. Kim Dohoon mm. and then Kim Dohoon Kalsuri what he expects and what the local, local players, players expects yeah. and what yeah. local players are, are used to mm. but what I like about from what I've heard is, is what Kim does is you know it's not this old school thing about people talk about fitness 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 it's not running on the bloody track or going box to box run without the yeah. ball it's, it's you know it's that tactical periodization mm. and things mm. like that it's mm. more it's football specific fitness you know yeah. you're working on your on your mm. on your fitness yeah. but you're playing football at the same yeah. time yeah. And, and that's important that's you know game related stuff and, that, and, and that's what helps the fact that he came in and rejuvenated some of his Tajeli for example I think yeah. was fantastic he's a player who I think has got good quality uh, starts to get minutes under mm. Kim Dohun Faris is a player I like so I completely disagree with you mm. there, but he frustrates you. Mm. That's fine. Uh, but to Everyone me, uh, can have opinions. You're still me, friends. No, no. Um, <laughs> we're done. We're done. No, but, but Faris, yeah, look, he's a player that I've always liked. He, I, I think he's so versatile. I think even for Singapore, he can play as a false mm. nine. Mm. And for a little guy, he uses his body so well. Mm. You know, yeah, he yeah, uses yeah. his body so well. I, I really like Faris. Shadan, outstanding. Oh, yeah? All season, outstanding. I think if, if I had a, like a local player of the year, it would be probably him. Mm. Consistency through the year. Steve, Pay, you know, probably upset that he didn't win. Yeah, <laughs> the poor guy, yeah. but again, fantastic. But they they built a really good, really good, uh, strong squad there mm. uh, overall. And mm. you know, the season uh, that they've had, you know, I I enjoyed the fact that uh, yeah, there was a there was a Singapore team to sort of win it. But I enjoyed the fact most of all that there was a proper title race. Yeah. yeah. And then you know, I, again, I just hope that people will will, will sort of look at this and sort of build to it, uh, build on it and these other clubs can try and uh, I know it's going to be difficult unless they get funding in but uh, try and pick up a few things here and there get a bit creative with how they can catch up mm. Kyril on to you how can LCS build up from here from this success I think as it is now also when when uh, we speak to the players there, some of the players uh, are saying that there's a lot of organisation work that is being done in training mm. right? And and I told them also you know it's good you know why? Because at the end of the day, Kim knows he's going to be here for three years, right? He's going to be playing Champions League this year. I think he can, he cannot. The team cannot play like how they play again with Aurelio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can't. They got slaughtered in Champions League. Yeah. You know, you have a Champions League winner. He knows exactly how this mm. team has to be set, right? And you know, even with uh, Lion City uh, conceding one every goal, every game, it's it's not a, a very good uh, defensive uh, situation, mm. right? Uh, so I feel that uh, with Kim alone up there. Right, they definitely they will be able to uh, to be more solid for Champions League, not just for the league. I, I think this is the point where the, in in the league that you know they may be a JDT, mm. they may mm. be a JDT, mm. right? Mm. So, but in Champions League they'll be a bit more respectable, mm. right? And we go maybe mm. against the best of the best we will lose two or three, yeah. But against the other Champions League team, we can get results from there, right? And uh, I think from from now uh, going ahead. Uh, of course, to 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 Im- they have improved on a lot of things, sports science department. So uh, these are the kind of things that they want to do to uh, create a longer career for whoever is there. Yeah. We have Shadan who is already thirty two, yeah. right? We have certain players mm. there. Harris is even thirty one, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and he just got back from an ACL. So there are things that is being done to manage all these loads properly, yeah. right? So on the on that aspect. But in terms of players, of course, if we know, uh, I think they haven't spoken to any. Players 
yet any uh, any uh, uh, confirmed players who they want to be out on loan mm-hmm. who wants to be extended or not but of course there we could see right the profile of players that could come mm. uh, for this team right if you have a Diego they can be a similar profile up front or they may be similar profile at the back a similar Korean uh, or a Japanese player for the Asian slot mm. right so I think I think in that sense the with another two or three quality foreigners it can really be a very very good uh, team that can mm. can can compete in the Champions yeah. League um yeah. Rosh, going on to you for this one. What are some? I mean, you commentated on these on Line City Sailors games quite a bit. So, what are certain nuances or strong points that you see within this Line City squad that makes you think that it can move forward? Oh, definitely, they're going to move forward. I think uh, Karu just just uh, touched on on that as well. The fact that they are, I think, they're going to get players who are more suited to maybe what Kim mm. exactly mm. wants mm. Uh, out of the team. They got like pretty much half the national team is playing for the <laughs> for yeah. the Lions yeah. 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 <laughs> overall quality is just absolutely incredible there's this in terms of on the pitch in terms of consistency throughout a whole season it's hard to see any of the other local sites kind of com- competing with them um, sort of on that front so yeah you know again as as uh, Carol said as other people have said I think we're going to come into a situation where potentially they could become like a, a JDT where they're just winning title after title after title but I think the difference here is that uh, at least we have Alberex and there might come a point where people start supporting the Japanese side and say we hope that- <laughs> <laughs> no I, know, I mean that's that's, some, that's a chat for further down the line yeah. uh, but I think again, just to reiterate that the, what they are showing is the possibilities of what can happen uh, in Singapore football if there's finances coming in. But again, not just finances, uh, but what they do with the money. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. yeah. they build I mean, the to infrastructure be fair, around it. To be fair, Kim came in was after a long search, right? Yeah. And I was part of the search, and uh, we were speaking. I mean, we were speaking about uh, Al Hilal ex-managers. We mm. were speaking about uh, the the Portuguese. And we I were, heard at one point Viash Boas was, uh, was a name yeah. I contacted Bia Boas uh, guys yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but it, it, it didn't it didn't happen uh, well, of course Bia Boas he's, he doesn't get out of Europe for mm. 20 euro 20 million euro. Uh. yeah <laughs> like, even I mean there was also one of a, a Dutch coach who just won the uh, UAE league yeah, who was from Ajax and uh, Sporting mm. Uh, mm. And, Kaiser and, uh, Kaiser yes, yes. Yeah. so yeah. It, it was that level that level and finally he got with Kim and I thought oh this is a good this is a fan, definitely fantastic yeah, mm. and and uh, Aurelio coming with a different uh, background, and Kim coming in, and you know he can tidy things up with the oh, team, yeah. mm. and this is what I think uh, LCS needs. Uh, mm. and, and even though I didn't bring Kim, right, but I said, hey, this is a goodbye, Padre. Mm. Yeah, mm. So. I think I think what uh, Kairo just spoke about actually I think answers a lot of questions in in Singapore football fans' mind, where a lot of football fans like to wonder what what can LCS do in terms of uh, the the kind of talents they can attract. Mm. Mm. Uh, the fact that you know Vias Boas was in conversation. Uh, Kaiser was in conversation it shows that there, there is essentially no limits to, to what they can do mm. uh, I think that's what is good for Singapore football mm. in a sense where there are limits there are of course limits that's why the Romanian didn't come there are of course limits but I think in terms of what we can actually mm. bring in mm. uh, yeah. it's clear to see mm. you look at Diego Lopez yes I know he hasn't really um, got excited, a, the, mm, league, excited yeah. the league and all but the, the profile that he of has course. I think uh, it's something to really look at and, and I do hope that maybe at least one other team uh, follows in the direction and you know could get privatized and you know compete 
with the likes of sailors and Albrechts. Uh, we we were, we are happy here sitting saying that uh, we were happy to have a title race between two teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope next season we sit here saying, "Wow, that was a great three horse race mm. uh, to end the season." And and that's my hope really as a Singapore yeah. football fan. Mm. Mm. Um, Russia, I'm going on to you. Uh, weak links. There's always highs. There's always lows. Mm. What are the weak links that you can see within oh. this sailor squad? You will say Faris. Uh. Hey guys, I see he won me over already, lah. Faris is fine. He's to watch. <laughs> wow, weak links in this LCS team. Wow. I think for me, okay, Song came in at the striker position and did well in the absence of Stipe. But for me, it blows my mind that I think I had this conversation with someone in this room that you miss a team like LCS, you're missing your main striker, but you don't really have a natural striker to come in. So in terms of squad depth we talk about, I think especially with the AFC Champions League next year, that's something they need to address because it's okay Song can come in and do the job in the Singapore Premier yeah, League. Yeah. But you talk about not conquering the continent, but giving a good account yourself yeah. of yourself, then you need, like I think you mentioned earlier, having two good players for each position. Yeah. I think that's something they need in terms of stacking up their squad a bit more. Yeah. That, that brings up an interesting thing for, for me because as this goes on, um, I, I, I wonder whether people start getting unhappy with game time. You know, mm. you're going to have a squad stacked with lots mm. of internationals, lots of players, only 11 can play and yeah. whatever is this, uh, this, that and the other. And you mentioned, you know, having a backup who's, you know, off a good standing. Yeah. He's going to have to make do with the fact that the foreign striker is number one. Yeah. And, you know, mm. it, it's going to become almost like a first choice goalkeeper kind of, first second mm. choice goalkeeper mm. kind of situation. Mm. You're going to have to make do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you've got a foreign number nine, he's going to play. He has to play. Yeah. You know, your, your foreign signings it, throughout the league, local teams, no matter how mm. bad some of the foreign mm. signings mm. are, for example, they will still play mm. first 11. But right? with, with the return, for example, next year, if the cup competitions return and then you got AFC Champions League, there's a lot more football to be spread out. I take your point, you want to be playing week in, week out. Yeah. But this year we've only had, or LCS has only had the League. Perhaps that's a good point. Yeah. But when we look at the reality now, who is the number nine that can be there? Yeah, correct. Mm. Mm. We don't have mm. at all. Yeah. Mm. As it is, we don't have. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Unless, they, unless they're gonna say they're gonna say, well, bring Iksan, but Iksan's yeah. not gonna come and play here now. And, and, and that's the last yeah. thing you want as a Singapore. Yeah. And then you don't want that also. And then yeah. he's gonna come here and what sit on the bench. Yeah. And then to you know Stipe or whoever the number yeah. nine yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be yeah. playing ahead of him. Yeah. And then who else is that? Ilhan? Mm. But Ilhan has bigger dreams. He wants to go to yeah. Yeah. Try his luck yeah. maybe yeah. in Europe yeah. and, and things yeah. like that. Yeah. So how many who is so it's really uh, coming uh, through? Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. It goes back Kyrie to Nadim, would he not would he not uh, I mean okay he's got national service or whatever to clear because of his age. But, but I don't think he's better than Amiruddin. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. so that's a good point. So so yeah. I think they had Amiruddin yeah. uh, Ashraf who I know he was struggling with injuries but uh, was recovered and he yeah. was sitting on the bench a few yeah. times. Uh, he could have probably got a chance but didn't mm-hmm. get a chance as well. And, and Any it, insights on and that? And it's also because of the changes in coaches. Mm-hmm. You see, mm-hmm. when you have Aurelio, Aurelio liked him. Mm-hmm. Aurelio wanted to give him time mm-hmm. but it was mm-hmm. still too early during that time. Mm-hmm. Robin came. I think Robin wanted Robin wanted to play it very safe. Oh, yeah. And then Kim also, there's a lot at stake. With yeah, of course. Yeah, of course yeah, right? yeah, so yeah. I think uh, there, were never, there was never a time where you know they, they could put him in for... Mm-hmm. for yeah. That, that, that's, yeah. Amirudin is another one because he's a, he's a he's a really good talented player yeah. and he's another one that I, I question about whether how much game time is he going to see going forward mm. and yeah. you know should he actually think about I know it's difficult mm. to leave a project like yeah. it's, it's, it's my worry imagine, it's my worry for yeah. me also. I can imagine yeah. salary wise yeah. but yeah. at some point do you start thinking mm. maybe I take a cut and mm. play somewhere yeah. 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 I mean I don't know it's, it's, it's something to look I mean I, I represent yeah. Amiruddin yeah. right so on my side I'm thinking now you're, he, he is in a platform where he's training with the best now yeah. 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 Uh, injury yeah. issue 
issues he has recovered very well because there's no other rehab place mm. in Singapore mm. but now what's next for him and from a, but for him to go out then I can understand Lion City's point of view mm. you know he is able now to come in and, and play when yeah. he needs now I cannot leave him who's next for me mm. right so mm. there's there's two there's two mm. situations now where mm. where, where mm. I'm trying to think for both mm. right uh, but at the same time for the player mm. he needs game time Yep. Yeah, so we yeah. need to speak and 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 say no, Kim. You have to give him some game time. No, mm. yeah. Mm. Even though there's gonna be a uh, 20 million striker coming in of next course. year. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I think honestly, this this discussion can go on forever. But unfortunately, we have to kind of end it here. But last question to the panel here, um, the fans wise. I mean. It is so refreshing to see fans back into the stadium, especially for the last few weeks. Mm. You know, as the COVID situation hopefully dies down. You know, will do you think we'll be able to see this kind of crowd hopefully next season? Deepan, I want to start with you on this one. Uh, I, I do think we'll we'll get a good crowd next season. Uh, uh, before I touch on on football, uh, the Singapore Premier League competition, I just want to also say, uh, yes, of course, the final whistle exists. Uh, but the likes of Roshan and Roshan, what they're doing as well with their pot. Uh, I have to also mention Shasi, what he does with his podcast, and all of these smaller uh, fan groups as well. I think they have all played a tremendous role in in actually stirring interest in in, in Singapore football at the moment. Uh, as you know, there is a final whistle Telegram group uh, that talks about Singapore football. Yeah, it doesn't f- sleep. It doesn't sleep. Four a.m. Four a.m. Five a.m. Still have conversations there, and I think that's a sign of where we are headed. I think if this was maybe I don't know three years ago, would there be like lively conversations? About Singapore football in a Telegram group at 3 a.m. Mm, in the morning, yeah. I don't think so. Depends what group. <laughs> <laughs> the kind of groups that you are involved in. Like, like, like I said earlier, I think this season has been the most interesting mm. years, mm. right? But the uptrend has started in 2019 for yeah. for the league. That has started, uh, even though the quality hasn't been as good. Even when I said 10, 15 years, 10, 15 years, the quality was still good, yeah. but it was on a downtrend. Mm. So people were losing uh, the interest in football, diluted by the Lions 12 and everybody. And it, it it slowly was dying. But the uptrend, even though the quality of football is not very high, when mm. two years ago, still we had under 21 foreigner, mm. we had under 23 players. Mm. The quality is not as high as today, mm. yeah. right? But I foresee that because of this interest, not just Lions City, it will slowly, gradually go up. Yeah. All the groups, the the I'm seeing so many now, eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's just in on Instagram and uh, mm. all all, all mm. these uh, social media platforms. And I, I'm very thankful that it's happening yep. because yep. I was working in a culture in Indonesia for three, two, two years plus three years, and you get this all the time, right? Yep. All these um, uh, individual uh, Instagram mm. groups, and, mm, yeah. and, but of course they can be very, very uh, vicious, toxic. Yeah, yeah. 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 You can get toxic. But at yeah. the time it's okay. It's football, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and we have to, we have to grow and develop this part yeah. of yeah. the game. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And one thing yeah. I hope that people don't do, and I see a lot of this in Singapore, not just football, but a lot of different cultures as well in Singapore. A lot of gatekeeping happens where, uh, oh, this guy just started supporting LCS. I was, he wasn't like me. I supported Hunter five years ago. <laughs> I yeah. mean, you've got to look at it from a positive point of view. Nobody at least has a monopoly on. Yeah, this. yeah. yeah. there's yeah. a new yeah. fan base. Yeah. Coming in, and you yeah. look at the demographics of yeah. these LCS fans. Mm, mm. Uh, to me, it's quite new because I, I don't see this demographic usually. Suddenly, there's a new boom yeah. of fans. I think it's tremendous. Uh, it shows you what LCS is doing off the pitch is yeah. working, yeah. not just mm. on the pitch. Because I don't think these fans are coming in to just watch the place. It's a lot of branding and marketing that's taken place off the pitch. And credit to honestly, uh, Shamir Kentan for that. Because Ken, I think he wrote, he writes a lot of the content on LCS's yep, sites mm. and all. Uh, these are the unsung heroes, I would say. 
say of yeah. the of the title win, I would say. Yeah. yeah, it's nice to see we got younger fans coming through as well, you mm. know, and uh, fans who are not constantly going on about Malaysia, Malaysia Cup. Yeah. 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 No, we can do away with that. Yeah, yeah we can do yeah. away. We can yeah. get lost. Yeah. New generation. I think that's the most positive thing yeah. because there's new fans coming yeah. in. You can you are confidently yeah. saying yeah. we can do away. Get lost. Get away. Bring back. Bring back. Listen, listen. Ah, no disrespect to the people who are legends who used to play the Malaysia Cup, but it was Malaysia State League, no. People talk like this with Premier League. I get the 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 passion around it, and then there was all these kinds of things about match fixing back then, and 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 those issues and things like that. But yes, we used to come go to the stadium. I also was old enough to go. We enjoyed the experience. Was fantastic, brilliant. But time to move on. And you talk about bring back the Kalang Row. We are the Kalang Row. You swap in the ground, you know. We are like sort of expecting the the players to to draw us in. And yes, there's an element of of that that then needs to happen. But I think we all are stakeholders in the league. We all have our sorry I know this sounds a little bit preachy but we all have our parts to play of course we all have our parts to play to to, to make it sort of sort of really grow together so I'm quite positive about what's going to happen and and I would like to see some of these other clubs take their things like their website a bit more seriously (laughs) their marketing a bit Mm. more seriously Mm. and really try and Reach out to yeah. this younger generation yeah. of, of course. fans, yeah. sort of yeah. and I don't know how linked it is by the fact that a club like Ballester have finally decided to refresh things uh, from the coaching point of view. Yeah. Uh, it's also quite telling. Right? I'm, I'm quite sure you know this is causing impacts all around. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. the best yeah. thing I feel now, there's no free nasi lemak anymore. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That was the problem. People no gimmicks, yeah. no, no gimmicks. Uh. Uh. Well, yeah. popcorns or nasi lemak or, or uniform groups or yeah. school yeah. buses yeah. coming mm. in. There's no more. It's really genuine Legit fans, fans yeah. Yeah. queuing for tickets. Paying for tickets, ten dollars a piece. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I hope the restrictions mm-hmm. are able to be eased up so that we can see more. Yeah. Yeah. For the longest time, it was six six dollars. Twenty yeah. years, it was. Uh, yeah. yeah. Now it's ten dollars. People are buying. People are yeah. 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 I mean, just president to the last couple games of the season, especially at Jalan Besar Stadium, tickets running out at like you two p.m. three p.m. Yeah. Three p.m. Yeah. The queues. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. I think it's really wet my appetite for the AFF Suzuki Cup oh, yeah. coming up. Sure. This whole season, yeah. like, it's nice to look forward to that almost and of course feel the love an end for yeah, the year yeah. exactly yeah. and I mean it could go either way but either way I'm excited and I think the, the cherry on the cake is it's going to be in Singapore yeah. so yes. hopefully the fans that are in Jalan Besar will translate themselves to the National Stadium yeah. and hopefully more than 1,000 and yeah. we'll have a good atmosphere and have a good account of ourselves I think 10,000 yeah. possible easily will feel yeah. Like. Yeah. easily will yeah. feel yeah. Like. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and on that note that is it for our SPL yearly review show. We'll be opening our voting very shortly for the TFW Awards really soon. So do keep a lookout for that. And please do make sure to like, comment, and of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel and all the various social media channels. And with that, thank you for watching. And thank you, of course, to all our guests here. Thank you, Jerome. Um, please. Thank you so much. We'll have all their socials and everything linked up. Thank you and good night.